I'm Commander Shepard. This is my favorite podcast on the Citadel. G dot E dot E dot K. 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 Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the G.E.E.K podcast with me, Reg. I'm Dan and wait, 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 Reg. Wait, wait, I want to intro. Right. Okay. Okay. If you're having podcast problems, I feel bad for you, son. I've got 99 episodes and Steve's only on one. Hit me. (laughs) 99 episodes. That was was a great episode. Great link. And not only is it 99 episodes, Dan. It's but two, two years. years to this day, we actually recorded our first Sunday podcast. the 15th. So, uh, yeah. That's that's crazy. Day after Valentine's Day, he was just like, I've had enough of that woman. Come on, Dan, let's just let's buy some microphones and let's record us talking rubbish. And you know what? I would have done it yesterday if I could have done it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> But alas, yeah, no, it's um, I can't believe it's been two years. It's craziness, Dan. But not only that, Crazy. one away from the mystical three-digit number. Yeah, I don't know what, what how to feel about that. Hundred, never done a hundred of anything. Do you think the qu- the Queen's going to send us a telegram for being she like, better? You are so successful, you will get a telegram yep. for reaching one hundred podcast iTunes episodes, should. and then we can see. If she will send us some of her old lady just to clean up. Wow. Do you, you literally? <laughs> that's the queen. We we've got we've got what this episode until we reach one hundred. So, so let's why not get go out all, with a bang. Let's get all the vileness out the way. Yeah. Right? And In case that has no fresh. context to you, listen to last week's episode. Or don't. It's <laughs> probably best that you don't. Let's face it. It was just. I don't know, it was one of those weird weird questions, I suppose, because I went into work <laughs> the next day. Oh, you asked more people. And uh, it was all, like, dead quiet at work, so I went, right, Alex, you're out of work. And he's like, I'm not at work here. I was like, this is a hypothetical situation, mate. Asked him the question, and all those sense was just eyes just burning into me, and I looked around, and everyone was just giving me the weirdest of stares. I was like, all right, then, uh, maybe not. And it's like, yeah, they're quiet, and then all day I was just getting really abusive emails from the girls going, you're just dead sick. And they were just, they hated Did the you alter the question all. to include the old lady dungeon? Because that wasn't the original question, was it? <laughs> no. Anyway, let's stop talking about last yeah, week. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. Let's move. Yeah, so Time Hop alerted me today to, I put a photo up of our lovely microphones going, oh, it all starts now. And that was it. Yeah. From there on. I think we tweeted that out to the two followers we had at that point. <laughs> Which was me and Steve. <laughs> probably, probably you and Steve. Uh, although, no, we had some videos up. So, yeah, the the whole thing's been going longer, but the podcast itself has been going um, two years exactly. Um, I think it was about a couple of, two or three days before it then went up. Yeah. I'll have to check that. I need to find out what the anniversary date is. Yeah. Just mainly because it was just one of those first time editing and whatnot experiences, mm-hmm. which was a bit crazy. Yeah, but also if you think about that, so that is 104 weeks. And this is podcast nine, so there's five weeks um, where we didn't have an episode, okay? But right. two of those were Steve shows. Right. So okay. we've really only missed three weeks. That's not bad. It's ridiculous. 
That's like, did you ever think we could stick at it that long and keep I'm, it that I'm, regular? I'm genuinely surprised that we made it to 50, <laughs> never mind make it yeah. to 100. But to be fair, hmm. I think we should make a bit more of an effort to uh, to not miss one episode when we hit the uh, the 100 mark. Yeah, I think we should just start again, season two, episode one. I'm I'm all about yeah. that. So if we have like a, a, mid- well, a season yeah. finale next week. Yeah, exactly. A cliffhanger. Ooh. That yeah. could be intense. What we do need to find out. So next week is going to be uh, when a I quiz-tastic episode. Uh, yeah, Reg lost episode 52. Now I'm it's this time it's to... Bullshit. Well, see, th- this leads me on to my question. Reg lost the quiz last time. Okay. And his whole argument was that the judge was biased because it was one of Steve's friends. Mm-hmm. Right? Who's going to be our impartial judge this time? I, I genuinely don't know. Um, I I don't know. I've not thought about it. Are you nope. going to have another round like that then? So we need an impartial judge. Oh, pitch. yeah, yeah. It's definitely got to be that round. That round was a lot of fun. Right, okay. Um, we have to come up with someone. Um, I mean, potentially Ash. <laughs> And then that evens that evens it out a little bit. Yeah, because she does hate Steve, so this would be great. Yeah. So yes, I'm up for we'll that. We'll see. We will <laughs> see. Um, but now, it only took us 99 episodes, Reg, but we finally, finally won an award. Ooh. Yeah. I, this this is it's an award that I've I've you know I, I've been wanting to I've, I've really been working towards this, been wanting to win something so prestigious for an awful long time, for about 99 episodes, roughly. Um, but we are officially, officially Commander Shepard's favourite podcast. This is amazing. On the Citadel. I could not believe this. Right. This. Yesterday. This is insanity. So it's Valentine's Day. Um, everyone else that I know was off with their um, loved one. With me, being a lonely bar steward who lives on my own and has no one, I was like, what shall I do? I'm going to go to a Comic-Con. <laughs> so I went all the way to Telford's to MCM Midland. Um, so first Comic-Con of the year. And to be honest, it was awesome. It yeah. was actually great not having to drag other people around and go, where should we go now? Should we going to look at this? Let's go and do this. Okay, just walking around on my own, enjoying stuff. I was wearing my baby metal T-shirt. Um, and uh, I had someone run up to me and grab me and go... That's amazing! I love your T-shirt. Did you go? And then we had this whole conversation about um, about the gigs and stuff like that. And I didn't even realise until after we'd finished talking, um, she was dressed up as Carrie Pamu Pamu. Amazing! And I, even, I can't even believe I wasn't like my T-shirt. Forget that. That's awesome. Yeah. But anyway, um, it was a, it was a bit of a low key inter- Comic Con in terms of guests. They had the uh, the standards, Rimmer and Crichton. Yeah. Okay, from Red Dwarf. Warwick there was Davis? no no Warwick Davis. What? No Warwick Davis. It wasn't a Comic Con. It, <laughs> it was not a Comic Con. No, this is true. Just shambles. Um, but then the other guest was um, Mark Mir, who is the voice actor who plays um, the the male Commander Shepard in the Mass Effect series. Now, if you've played the Mass Effect series, especially number two, you'll all be well, well, well aware of the infamous line that is, I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite store on the Citadel. Yeah. Because he says that about 70 times. Every single shop you go into... Okay, they, can you record Yeah, yeah. We go, oh, well, I forget a discount, yep, yeah, okay. And then you record it. And every time you walk into that shop, you hear that playing. 
<laughs> it's awesome. So I was like, why not? Let, let me go and get his autograph. Paid my £3, bought the um, copy of My M Magazine, which is the MCM uh, magazine, which is all manga and anime. It's great. It's actually a really good read. Um, so as long as you bought that, you then could get his autograph. And I went, right, this might be a little bit cheeky or sound a bit weird, but would you mind... I do a podcast. Would you mind recording, uh, doing a recording of you saying... I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favourite podcast on the Citadel. And he was like, sure, no problem. Like, Amazing. But I have to warn you, I've endorsed a lot of podcasts. I was about to say, <laughs> I would being my favourite on the Citadel. I was like, that's fine, that's all right. I'm Commander Shepard, this is my favourite podcast on the Citadel. <laughs> so, yep, got a lovely little video clip of him doing that. I'll put that up on the um, on the YouTube channel uh, in the next couple of days. Um, right, but... but while Dan had done that, he oh. literally as soon as he as soon as he done that, he sent me yep. that that clip. I was sitting at home just losing it, okay. right? <laughs> because you were watching because, Dan's mom. No, because on... we were oh. we were set to go out for about quarter past two. I said to Ash, right, we're going to go out, have a few drinks, then have a meal in town, and, and then, then have some, some sexy drinks, time, and then come home. Okay, have some more drinks at home and stuff. All right. Um, then sexy times. And then sexy times. But what happened was, it hit about three o'clock and she was like, oh, I better start doing my hair. And I'm like, fucking, there's a table booked for four o'clock. Oh, jeez. Right, get ready. Quarter past five, half five, she managed to finish off putting on her makeup. I'm sitting at, like, literally downstairs. Did, did she know? Losing it. Was this a secret table? It was. It okay. was to say, I'm like, you need to hurry up, I've got something that we're doing and okay. she's like yeah yeah we'll do and then she put, <laughs> she she thought i washed her outfit that yeah uh, ready to go on okay after the last time we went out like a few weeks back i completely forgot to do this went shit got it out of the like, wash basket thing and done the really horrendous thing she should never do i went this smells clean enough so then just like uh. put it back to which Ash put it on and there's KFC gravy down the top <laughs> from when on the way back we got hammered from being hammered we were like let's stop having KFC and get some food wow. there's KFC gravy on it so we're like right you can't wear that we're gonna have to so literally she's like I don't know what to wear then and I'm just sitting there going come on any fucking time you want. <laughs> okay. um, so we, did, we didn't get a chance to go where I wanted to go um, but we went to the, <laughs> there's literally sitting there so pissed off and then you text me this Fucking clip, and I was like, "That is amazing." She went, "I'm coming now." I was like, "No, this is amazing." And she looked at it and she went, "I don't get it." And I was like, "It's from Masfet." You know what? That's perfect. And then started saying, like, "Who else is there?" And then started getting really jealous that she was, <laughs> she was like, "You were there," and she was off because I was like, "Otherwise, I would have went with you." And uh, I told Ash, I was like, "It's a shame you were off today because, well." I could have been there as MCM with Dan and friend. Well, you still could have done, you know. I was like, right. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll, we'll ignore that one. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't even touch that on Valentine's Day. However, we did get our meal for free, right. which was awesome. We, we went uh, went the botanist in Chester, right? Um, which is, to be fair, it's a, an amazing place. We've not had any problems, really, right. since we've ever been there. Um, and we got there, and we ordered some food. It was, like, packed in there, so we ended up having to sit downstairs outside. Uh, but they had loads of heat, so you don't really feel like you're outside. All right. Um, so it's a dead nice environment still, dead loving it. Um, but we ordered, she ordered a lamb burger with no gherkin or cheese, but okay. with extra bacon. Right. right. I had a hanging kebab thing. Yeah. Right. So they came to the table behind us, to which the woman's like, pretty sure you ordered beef burger. And Ash was like, I'm pretty sure that's our food. So the woman then started just dousing the whole thing in a salt pot. 
not even just like a couple of like okay. mingles. It was the whole thing was just like covered in salt. And then when you come round to give the guy his food, she was like, I think I've got the wrong food. So they ordered a, a so big they br- burger. So they brought the burger out for it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So which one's like, all oh, right, um, I think that's a table Oh, God, sorry, hang on. She come to us and was like, she hasn't touched it. It's it's literally not been touched. And you could just see the salt just like, uh, like not even fucking chips. No, you could just no, see no, the no. salt. And I was like, you know what? I'm starving while I wait, so I'll make a chip. So they'd done that, brought out my food, and then brought out Ash's food again. And uh, we were just like, right, okay. Then Ash went to tuck into it and was like, there's cheese in this and no bacon. I was like, are you fucking kidding? So we waited again. My food was going a little bit cold. Uh, it was only like a five-minute wait. But we ended up having to swap it over again. And the woman there who owns the place, the general manager, come around and say, I'm really sorry. I know you come here quite like, quite a lot. So just ignore the bill for tonight. It's non-existent. Have a lovely night on us. Like, All right, okay then. As she's saying that to us, there's some drunk guy who's literally coming up the stairs to outside. You could just hear the door go, like, slam open. Everyone looks, and there's this couple that are sat right opposite the door with a glass of Prosecco, and he's like, oh, baby, I love... And as he's like, talking, the door swings open, this guy just bursts out, falls straight into the guy with the Prosecco. The Prosecco glass smashes into him, <laughs> and he's just sitting there like, what the fuck? But he went, tried like hold the guy, like push the guy, and as he's done it, you could just see his fingers just go... And like bend inwards, so the guy sat there and his girlfriend's going like, "Oh my god, you okay?" And he's like, "Uh huh." And you could just see his, his fingers are just completely fucked. And the, the woman who like general manager was talking to us was just like slow motion, like face just went pale, looked, and you could just hear like, "Sue, Sue, Sue." And it's just like, "I need to have them out in case you try and put in like a, a case against <laughs> guess, us." Yeah. Um, allowing so, such a drunk. So man straight away she's like, "I am really sorry." I know probably now is not a good time, but forget the bill for tonight. <laughs> and then the guy was like, it's all right, I, I still want food, but you could just see his fingers all knack. And she was like, the woman's, do you want me to get the first aid kit and we can bandage it up? And he went, my wife's actually a doctor. And, he, and she was like, oh. oh. And the woman's like, yeah, I'm can a we lawyer. get some ice and stuff? And I, <laughs> you could just, like, literally, they got so much attention from, wow. like, everybody. Uh, it was incredible but yeah so we got our free food and then went to Hickory's and ordered more food in Hickory's because we were just being fat bastards right. so we ordered some burnt ends in Hickory's and some and some drinks um, and then come back and just got absolutely hammered and watched Graham Norton and fell asleep brilliant so it was a really romantic evening sounds lovely but yeah um, I'm still rather jealous though that I think <laughs> you think that's me Commander Shepard uh, I, I got my game signed oh, as well oh you brought it with you as well yeah you I got Mass Effect I, he puts Mark and then in brackets Mia. <laughs> I like that. Don't know why, but um, but also, so when you get the magazine, um, you also, they also gave you a print which was great. I can't decide which uh, which I want up on my wall. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Which one do I want on my wall, Reg? Though, which one? That. That one. Yeah, I know. You, you, hey, I know you don't care about this at all. Oh, I care. But it's the one thing that really bugs me when you get signatures. Yeah. It's like you never ask to say, and you put that to Dan. Like, right. Because everywhere we go, because I could like, I could grab that off the internet and be yeah. like, sound. Yeah. Right. But right. it's just. Are you like it you, being you completely went, personal? I love it being personalised. Like, yeah. This so your is, sign, like, Crixus. If it said two reds, well, that would have been twice. I'm taking reaction. that with us. 
if I manage to get it. <laughs> can you add? <laughs> to just like, You've to already signed it. To Reg, can you just put that? Because last yeah. time you were too busy to do it. Yeah. And then get a fresh so one. So this is the other conversation. Um, we talked many, many a times uh, about, obviously Reg has an obsession with Arrow, and especially Crixus. And um, uh, Manu Bennett, who plays Crixus, is going to be at a um, a kind of a, a comic book... Uh, star convention it's called uh, City of Heroes or Fanboy Wet Dream as I like to call it or that yep um, and you've got Stephen Amell going to be there and you've got um, what's the one that died spoiler alert the one who plays Black Canary yeah she's there Kaylee Lotz is her actual real name how do I remember her real name and not her Katie Lotz yeah um, <laughs> Diggle's going to be there Diggle Diggle and we've also now added I keep in doing that all the time now as well Diggle, you know, that, that diggle dig instead of wiggle wiggle. I just walk around doing diggle, and everyone's like, you know, it's wiggle. Like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Completely wasted don't watch on you guys. Arrow, you don't understand. Oh, um, and also, just quickly on that mm-hmm. minute as well, if you see the um, the director of Supergirl, or the writer of Supergirl right. TV show, mm-hmm. has completely like, abolished all rumours that he is going to be John Stewart. He's not going to be Green Lantern um, because they've got plans for, for a Green Lantern, for a Green Lantern TV thing, apparently. And uh, they have got plans for for Diggle to have a ring, mm-hmm. but it's not going to be a power ring. All right. So I think he's going to get remarried. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was always going to happen. And so, that's yeah. not really interesting. Well, the fact that he's not going to be John Stewart. <laughs> that bit is. is. Um, yeah. But there's also been rumours of Blumin uh, re- recasting Green, Green Lantern for the movies, and apparently it's going to be Tyrese. From Walking Dead? No, <laughs> no, the rapper Tyrese. Oh right, <laughs> he was in um, a couple of the Fast and the Furious <laughs> movies. I'm just like, how the fuck could Tyrese be Green Lantern? Like, there's no like not being offended by that, but he's not the right build at all, really. For because like John Stewart doesn't look like he's just been enjoying his time at KFC. <laughs> True. No, not that Tyrese. But um, he'll no, will be he'll have lost some weight by then. Really, I'd have thought though. And spo- in well, his current situation, a possible spoiler. Alert. Have you watched the? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I'm, I'm up to date on Walking Dead. I right. was nearly in tears. It was quite an emotional, like first episode. It of was this too much half. for it to come back. It was mm. too much. I was just like, but I'm so upset. Can we? Can we? Can we spoil it? Just block your ears for 30 seconds, because all I want to say is, obviously Tyrese got bit, and then it was the move of, I'm being attacked by another zombie here, what shall I do? Well, my arm's already gone, let me just shove my arm into the zombie's <laughs> mouth and push it away. That was amazing. Classic was, Tyrese. I just, I hope that they can lop off his arm and... No. And he'll so, be... so didn't they then bury him? That was the whole point. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I was just in denial. That was like, literally in denial. It was a. It, I yeah, was so confused when the first thirty seconds though. Yeah, because I was like, "Who the fuck are they buried?" Like, why? <laughs> wait, why are they back? They what? Yeah, I I really didn't understand. I thought, oh, are they are they um burying? Uh, oh yeah, in fact, um, the girl who played um Maggie. Oh, no, Maggie. No, I, her the, sister. Yeah. Um, she has been cast in um in Flash. Yes, she has. Mm. Um, I'm pretty sure I wrote the name down on the list, but my phone's dead. But um, she is playing a character that I can't remember the name, um, but it's traditionally a man, and she's, it's going to be played as a woman. And she's going to be uh, Felicity's nemesis. Mm. She's like the anti-Felicity. 
The, well, re- the reverse Felicity, if you will. No. They, they do love the reverse. Yeah, but what that means is another crossover episode, Reg. Mm, more Felicity. I like it. I, I, I like those types of crossover episodes. I mean, the Arrow Flash one was amazing. Yeah, really good couple of episodes. But I like it when they drag um, some of the other kind of minor characters into it. Yeah. I don't know. It's just... I mean, the Flash coming back again. I didn't realise how much I enjoyed the first part of season one. Um, because when it came back, I was like, no, I'll just put it on. It's something to watch and it's, it's insane. But I really, really, really got into it this time around and just loved it. Not as much as, as uh, Aaron, like. When I come back, it was just mind-blowingly mm. amazing. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm content. The fact it's all coming back and everything's just coming back more epic than what it, it left at. Yeah. It's just ace. Like, I didn't see that happening straight away in, in this in this episode of Arrow. I don't want to ruin it, but if you've seen seen it again, I was like, oh, that's yeah. awesome. I'm glad it gave us a bit and, of and answer which, straight away. You know which bit I'll be on about. Was that I thought they were going to hang up on fire a little bit because of the fact they've got like, the Canaries episode coming up, which, yeah, I don't like her as, as Black Canary in the slightest. Um, but we'll... I'll get used to that. We'll go into that, I'll when, get used to that. when it properly kicks off. Um, Emily Kinney. Bug-eyed bandit, she's going to be. Bug-eyed bandit, that's Bug-eyed bandit. Have you, she's like the musician now, isn't she? Yeah, I saw her music video. It's not great. No. I think she's got a bit of a boring voice. I think one of her songs is the one they played over that episode. It the was. last episode of Walking Dead. Yeah. Yes. Um, but the um, we were talking about who else has been added to... Yes, yeah, sorry. Um, City, of City of Heroes. And it's Brandon Routh. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Atom. Yeah, I don't care about that. Superman. No. Something I'm missing on. Very much so. Scott Pilgrim. Oh, fuck, yeah, Todd sorry. Mother-flipping Ingram. I don't, that's, I just, all I can think, keep thinking of is just literally Crixus is going to be there. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, other people. Todd Ingram other is going to be there. Todd Ingram, which then, mm-hmm. now I'm torn between, do I take my steel book for him to sign? Mm. Or do I take my poster out of the Scott Pilgrim um, graphic novel collection? And get yeah. him to sign that. Didn't did you get? He would only sign his fucking book. That's he? right. He signed that and one other thing, and you're like, oh, 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 yeah. and a but, sketch. And then I can't believe I missed him in um, when he done the second stuff. So yeah. I was going to take that. And you didn't me. get a sketch, did you? That. I didn't get the sketch. No. Yeah, that's just weird. Yeah, it really pissed me <laughs> off. To be honest with you, I it love really my my off. Scott Pilgrim sketch. But again, love I love that so because. Much. You didn't get too down on that again. You just got the sketch of it with the signature. Oh, that's so, perfect. So what I said to you is I could literally just photocopy that and be like, yeah, you've done that for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's and just black on white. What, that's what I will do. Same with my uh, thing. <laughs> I just loved... <laughs> I hope we went to see... Uh, again, it's on our YouTube channel. The second video I think I ever put up was when we went to see Charlie Adler, who does who yes. draws Walking Dead. Um, and he did a special cover for the... 100th issue um <laughs> for um this the shop he, he lives he actually lives in um yeah he lives in shrewsbury um and that's his local comic book shop so he does loads of stuff with them and they got a special cover made and you had to buy that and then you could buy a poster of the cover and there was a space at the bottom and reg went could you <laughs> would you mind just drawing draw like a girl just a girl with a ponytail like dead with just like an arrow pointing at her saying ash and he was like, with an arrow? Like, yeah, yeah, with an arrow. Well, okay. And he drew it, and literally he he put like an arrow, as as in a bow and arrow, yeah, in sticking in her eye. <laughs> <laughs> Which, Ash just a bit. Yeah, I was like, 
actually, yeah, great, awesome, <laughs> even better. Yeah, it's just because Ash is obsessed with Walking Dead. I wasn't trying to yeah. be like, can you just kill her? Yeah, kill awesome. my girlfriend. But I was just like, you know what? She would love because she was gutted that she couldn't come. And she's like, I just want to see someone for Walking Dead. It's amazing. Yes. Um. So I was like, this will be perfect. So I was showing her, and she just gave me the evilest. I was like, you asked him to kill me. I was like, no. I, what I asked for was just. Isn't that? Isn't that like that's. Surely that's such a great thing, like to go. Yeah, the guy who draws The Walking Dead drew me dead. Yeah, he Perfect. killed me. Yep. But yeah, I need to put that up in here as well. Yes, I've got lots of stuff to put up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but anyway, twenty-five minutes we waffled. At least we got through some news. News that we weren't prepared for that I then couldn't <laughs> explain who the person was and then had to Google for it. But would you really want it any other way? Never, sir. I would say no. Never. So, apart from that, was there anything else exciting at the MCM? Um, no, just lots of stuff to go and look at. I, I enjoyed every single did, minute of it. Big per- as well, bigger than normal. Did you purchase anything exciting? No, I was like, I've got a little bit of money. I probably should purchase some stuff. And I saw loads of stuff that I was tempted with, such as there was um, a K-pop stall, and they had strawberry milk CD. It. it was 18 quid. And I missed out on getting the one for 12 quid that was signed. So I was like, I can't yeah. really justify spending £6 more. Um, but sure load, they had loads of stuff. They had loads of CDs. And you had that that one that I was interested in. They had a few others. I had some Girls' Generation and 21. And um, and then they had, like, T-shirts and hoodies and wristbands and badges and stuff. And nothing was Crown Pop. Just just the Strawberry Milk CD. Nothing else. I was so annoyed. So it's like, just, just a T-shirt. Or just, you should at least sell helmets. Come on. I was going to say nothing. Nothing. That because that then I probably would have spent some money on. Um, And I think it's only a matter of time before we start seeing like baby metal stuff as well. That sort of stuff at con. I saw some fox masks which I nearly bought, but they weren't right, so I didn't. Reg didn't do it. How much would you pay for a helmet that they've worn? That that your favourite like say Choa has has worn if Choa has sweated in, and you know for a fact that straight after the gig, Mm -hmm. right? She basically gave it to the guy at the merch stand. Yep. And you were the first one in that merch stand, and you were like, oh, my God. And the guy was like, I don't know how much to ask for this. Like, yep. Give me an offer that's a sensible offer, not like 20 quid. Right. How much would you pay for that? Not, not because, loads. Because then you could get it to sign it. If it, was, if it was 50 quid, I would probably instantly go, that's worth 50 quid. If it was 100, probably not, but I'd really be torn over whether it was worth spending that much money over it so 100 pounds your ceiling limit on i think so i think so i don't think any more than that i think i couldn't i mean it's that would be an amazing thing to have but i think i'd just be like i just can't no i can't justify spending put it like in a glass case and then just Uh, put it on your yeah on your table more expense you know but it'll be amazing though and it would be be amazing it'd be be incredible and then you could have a photo taken with her signed from like a polaroid of like her just going, mm. like the the usual, like Korean Asian, yeah, type pose. Doing, doing a little, well, yeah, either the, fig, the fingers or doing the little heart, yeah, shum like this, and she goes shum shum, or or kissing your nose, and then uh, saying sarangeo to me, exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. If so, that was all part of part of, part of the uh, of the package, hundred and fifty quid. No, still hundred. Then there, there would be no doubt. Wow. 150 is a lot of money, Reg. A lot of money. Things I could do with 150 pounds. Things she would do for 150, but no, wait. Um, (laughs) 
Let's move on. Um, while we're on the subject of music, did you uh, see anything of the Grammys? I seen tidbits um, of the yeah. Grammys. I seen. You the... saw the highlight. Yeah, that's. He's such a fucking moron. Right. He really is. Yes. Talk about Kanye. Kanye. So, I just saw the news of. Kanye West made a little joke. He went up on stage when Beck won the Best Album Award, walked on and went like he was about to talk and then went, ah, forget it, and walked off. And I was like, that's, that's quite good. I bet that was set up. That was planned. Up to that point, fine. He had, he had kind of a respect. In that. that is funny. It was then the interviews he did afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> he I mean, wasn't joking. He was deadly serious. Right. So Beck won. Beck is amazing. Beck is one, like, his albums have been a little bit hit and miss sometimes, but as a musician, he is absolutely incredible. Yeah. He, you know, I, I, I don't think there's many multi-instrumentalists um, that just as as incredible as, as, as him. I think he does some absolutely amazing stuff. Like, you know, even he did an album, he released an album where he didn't actually record it. He just, he wrote the songs. And the, when you bought the album, you just got the sheet music and the lyrics. Yes. Yeah. And then we just wanted people to make, make it themselves. So then YouTube is full of cover versions of these songs that he never actually recorded, which, which is, is amazing. Which is Love awesome. It. And the Scott Pilgrim soundtrack's amazing as well. Yeah, of course. Exactly. Like, just that song, Ramona, it alone. Brilliant. Um, but Kanye was being interviewed afterwards, and someone was like, oh, that's really funny what you did. And he's like, no, I'm serious. Um how someone like you know like you can overlook an album like that uh, beyonce is an artist she's a real artist like when when female songwriters and, and singers get looked over i think it's disgusting okay i'm paraphrasing but that was the gist of it yeah um i saw the post on tumblr i really want to find it um in fact i can just go straight to it so someone took a screenshot of the wikipedia page for um Beck's album that won, Morning Face. Yes, yes, okay. I've seen this. <laughs> and it says, all songs recorded, written, produced by Beck, Beck Hansen. Okay? And then someone put up a screenshot of Beyonce's album page for, um, what, what, what was it called, B-Day? Was that the last one? No, it was just Beyonce. Beyonce, yeah. yeah. B-Day, that's the thing you wash your bottom on. One of them was that, I'm sure. Um, and it's, yeah... Song one, written by these 12 people, produced by 17 other people. Song two, another 14 people involved. Yeah, as I say, she literally... That, like, just, sorry, <laughs> completely lost me. It's just, I, he's just such a dick. Oh, but he wasn't, Reg. He was amazing. He wasn't. I he loved, was. I loved, the only thing I liked about his whole stunt thing that he did was watching the people's reactions in the crowd. Uh, watching Beyonce and Jay-Z, just like, what's happening? Oh, yeah. that can And then so many, like, just random guys as well. Just, like, Tumblr was full of just, like, gifs of just random people going like, yeah. huh? Oy. But that was the only highlight. How long do you think it's going to be until Jay-Z pulls into one side and goes, listen, dude, will you stop trying to, like, talk up my missus? Mm-hmm. Because it's getting a little bit creepy now. First time, yeah, fine. But any yeah. opportunity you can get to be like, ah, oh, Beyonce this, Beyonce that. He's like, you, you literally, you're obsessed with her. Mm-hmm. And that's scary because it's his missus. And I know your missus only <laughs> like fucking famous for getting the tits out. This is getting a bit ridiculous now. I mean, you've seen she's got like another two fucking naked photo shoots that she's putting around everywhere. Yeah. She's just useless. I've seen it all now. I hate to face it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I know. Sorry, that went a bit. 
I'm betting the keys there. But uh, speaking of her, in a way, have you seen the Keith Lemon sketch show? That's no, I, I'm not that big a fan. Right. He does the Gypsy Kardashians. Okay. Which but, is like the big fat gypsy wedding type thing. It, no, it's just, it's literally, it's just, it's the Kardashians. Yeah. They, he does them all up. So the same names, everything like Kim. Okay. She's going out for Kanye and stuff. But they live in a caravan. <laughs> um, they all talk like gypsies, but they've got the Kardashian collection and Dash um, little stands. So they set up, so it's literally them. And he just rips into him so much. I'm thinking, like, he even does, like, the same cutouts and when they're talking to the camera and stuff. It's identical like that. Right. How they haven't picked up, like, and had that shot down yet. They will. Is, I don't, I don't think insane. they I still think they'd have much say in it. It's parody. It's just parody it's, law. It, says it is funny. No like, problem. That's probably one of the only funny bits that they do in, um, on that Skeet Lemon sketch show. But, yeah, it's craziness. My theory on him is if he was actually better, they would give him. Show, a show on actual ITV1 not ITV2 yeah it's just as bizarre as and he tried to do blubbing through the keyhole and stuff like that And at least that? it's not stars in their eyes yeah who's doing that now Harry Hill <laughs> right, I love Harry <laughs> awesome. Hill but that show is just shit well the problem is he can't even save the, that show th- that existed in the time before pop idol pop star you know X Factor and that was that was a big deal then it's just not anymore is it now it is just people coming on dressed up and just pretending to, it's just people don't yeah, really care they, and they don't even care for the makeup and the, the design stuff now most of them don't even like one came out and was like it's Christine Aguilera and they've literally just put a blonde wig on her right. and gone like go she didn't look anything really like I don't like remember it. who I was talking to There's about stars in her so eyes but they were like I used to think I used to think that they would go behind the curtain into the smoke and then walk out and that was real time I thought that was that happened what it was like, like some really fast like quick change it's like yeah. Honestly? Okay. When until wow. you were how old? Please tell me you were, you know, early teens. That's, that's ridiculous. <laughs> I can't remember who that was, but never mind. Wow. But yeah. Good old Kanye. <laughs> um, can I just confirm to you, Red, your phone has battery life, yep. And so I can access list things on your phone because mine's about to die. You can do. Cool. I don't need it just this second, but I can see on here. Um the other thing that from this Oh yeah. There's right. There's a thing I put on the list, which has no context, and I'm struggling to remember exactly what it was. It was one of those moments where you see something, you go, oh, this will be hilarious. Right. Okay. And you put it on the list, and then you forget what it is. I do remember roughly, I was reading the comments on a video on YouTube, and you know how they get. <laughs> right, okay. You know. Um, and someone was having an argument, and someone's final, like, this is this is my last, my last say in this argument, it is over. It was just like, oh, go step on a Lego, dude. And I just thought, that is absolutely... Don't read that yet. That was an absolutely (laughs) really awesome comeback. How have I never heard of that? Yeah, It just sounds great. Because, yeah, that hurts, Reg. It did really I've done it many a time. Yeah. But that was it. It's the only thing I wanted to say about that. But speaking of Lego, though, okay. how awesome is the new Lego sets as well that are coming out? It seems like this is coming like a bit of a weekly theme now, yeah. like my whole little hour updates and stuff. But the new Lego sets that are con- constantly being like brought out look amazing. The Ant Man Lego and then uh, the Justice League one I just watched, uh, mm-hmm. looked at then. They all look incredible. They, they really like the Ant Man. I've Always. got really not that much interest in seeing it. I will go see it because it's Marvel and I know it will mm-hmm. be great. But the Ant Man Lego, I'd need it in my life. Yeah. And. I they're think... still they're too big though. Let's face it. <laughs> hey, 
no, I get it. But the uh, the Just League one looks amazing as well, and the Jurassic Park um, sets that yeah. they started doing. They look pretty cool as well. Lego's just too expensive. It, I want all of it, and I can't have any of it because it costs too much money. Uh, that's why I don't understand how they can warrant like the Jurassic Park Lego set, the the one with the T Rex, like T Rex Escape, I think it's called. Mm. Um, they want like 150 quid for it, which I'm like, you don't get that much in it, considering like how how much Lego gets produced. And there is all there is some the formula same, that they have the to work out how many pieces bricks and stuff. Mm. It's like there's nothing stopping you from when you had your Treasure Island Maybe. Lego, like when we were kids, because you've still got the trees and the plants and stuff and that. Making it yourself, just yeah. Just make it yourself. Just Maybe buy the license you. costs a lot with that, and maybe they're trying to make up for that. Yeah. But yeah, there's. I remember reading that when the Simpsons house got announced, people were like, how much is it going to be? And they said, right, well, it's this many pieces, and there's, it's about this percentage is going to be custom pieces, so it's going to work out at about this much, and they're pretty close, pretty accurate, right. to like five, ten dollars here or there. So It's just mentalness. Yeah. So mm. mental, but I want it all. That's my issue. I want it all. I want it now. Mm. Um, speaking of Marvel stuff, we went to see Big Hero Six. We did, which is very loosely a Marvel thing because they don't say Marvel anywhere on the actual film, which no. is weird, especially because there is a Stanley cameo. <laughs> yeah, which I bet most people won't have seen. I've completely missed yeah. it because it is after yeah. credits. One thing is, you have to see this movie. It is awesome. It is just so much fun. Really well written. It's a really standard kind of... You can tell where it's going, I think. And it's got the standard beats. Like, the summit bad happens. They have to band together and form a group of superheroes. They then try being superheroes and it all fails miserably. And then they try again and then it all goes brilliantly because they've all learned what they did wrong that one time. Um, But you don't care. You just really don't care because every single character is awesome. Baymax is one of the greatest creations that Disney have done in years, since Buzz Lightyear, as far as I'm concerned. I absolutely love him. and Awesome. Just the sellotape scene alone. I've got to say, I, we, that I was on the trailer. It, yeah, so. I watched it again um, a couple of days back. And uh, <laughs> the sellotape scene straight away, because when we came back to, from seeing it, yeah. Ash was trying to sleep, and I was like, "No, you've got to. This is it's amazing." Like I was trying to keep awake by turning the, the yeah. cell tape scene, and she looked at me, going, "Sounds amazing." That's not really that funny. And then when it came to it, I was like, "Ash, Ash, Ash," and started laughing. I howled again, just the same as what I did the first time round. And she was like, "You know what? That's dead clever. That's yeah. dead funny." And it was brilliant. It's the Family but, Guy rule, isn't it? It's take something that is a little bit funny at first, and then kind of stops, and then it goes on for just a bit too long. And suddenly climbs back up to be twice as funny as when it started. Yes, and that is that is exactly because they do it again, which is the other bit, which I is one of my favourite scenes is when he first comes back out after his brother. Right. Um. You know. Oh, when he's so, trying to get past. Yeah, like, he's trying to get past the bed, <laughs> and it just takes him ages to get past it all. There's a lot. He's amazing, and just that. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> it's just I love him. Absolutely love him. Right, he's my yeah. favourite. Mm-hmm. I think he's just—he was so good, so so good. But yeah, yeah. if you haven't seen it, mm-hmm. I we can't recommend it enough. It's just so so funny. Yeah, and so underrated as well. Like, there's hardly anyone's heard of it. Yeah, but and it's doing all right. Yeah, it's still number one. It's doing really well, and it's... and it's all over the Disney shops and stuff. Yeah, ran into Chester the other day, and it's everywhere. Um, and yeah, and but when you talk to people about it, like Big Hero, oh no, sounds yeah. well. Wow. 
yeah, you've got to have kids, I suppose, haven't you? It's, it, but I'd have thought this would have a bit more crossover. If they'd have, I really don't understand yeah. why they weren't advertising it a bit more as Marvel as well. Because that just because that would pulled in, yeah, yeah just a few more, a lot more people. It's got to be a reason. But as far as I'm concerned, it's it's all down to. I think the quality of Disney uh, CGI movies in the last, probably in the last eight to ten years now, um, has just surpassed Pixar's current output. Mm. Pixar used to just knock knock Disney stuff out of the park, um, and then John Lasseter left. And joined Disney, and he's now like head of animation at right, okay, um, at Pix uh, at Disney, and ever since then, it's just got better and better and better and better. Yeah, because I even loved the mini cartoon at the beginning. Yeah, as well, um, Feast. That was awesome. Yeah, that was genuinely really, really fun little mini film. But yeah, you you need to see it if you haven't yet. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. I went to see Jupiter Ascending. Uh, right. Okay. Is it all right? Yes. That no, is that, exact, that's, the that's, exact word to describe it is all right. That's all I've heard yep. about it. Now, for me, the Wachowskis are way too hit and miss. I think they got really lucky with The Matrix, which I, I do think is brilliant. I think it's a great film. But Matrix 2 and 3 proved to me that I think it was a bit too much luck. Yeah. Uh, v for Vendetta was good, but again, not amazing. Um, Speed Racer... Mm. Um, uh, and, but then I watched Cloud Atlas and Cloud Atlas got absolutely dumped on by everyone and I thought it was brilliant really liked it um, I don't still, know what it was about it I still need to, to watch this I really really want to yeah. watch it um, out, out of the like the five or six kind of stories that are within it one of them is amazing and I would just want an entire film of that and the others are still really good but like there's there's one set in the future um, in Neo Seoul, which is so it's it's in it's in South Korea and it's all about um, service robots and they're like these female androids that uh, serve you dinner and stuff basically and probably do other things, but <laughs> it always comes back to the other things with you. Not with me. That's that's implied. It's entirely implied. Of course it is. Sir. But um, since then, I've kind of like. Um, I thought, do you know what, I'll, I'll give him a bit more of a go. Um, and this this came around, and the weird thing about it, it got delayed a year. So it's supposed to come out a year ago, and that is normally an awful sign. So when you, when I heard Rukowski's and it's not coming out for another year, I'm like, okay, this is pretty terrible. So maybe they've done stuff to fix it. Um, for me, and this probably is going to help my argument, I enjoyed it as much as I think. No, maybe a little bit less as much as John Carter and Mars, right? <laughs> Which is another one that was an absolute flop. Yes. It felt a lot like that. But that was a film no one gave a chance, and that's the problem. I think this is the same. I don't think people really want to... It's because John Carter was oh, shit. That's, did you, you, you see it? Yeah. Okay, I didn't mind it. It, it felt I the same as like it. a lot of those sort of Disney action movies like Prince of Persia and Tron Legacy and stuff like that. Not as good as either of those, but I liked it enough. Um, mm. And it's the same. I think it's going to get overlooked. I wouldn't. I'd go and see Big Hero Six like twice before you go and see Jupiter Ascending. But it was decent. It was decent enough. Right, fair enough. Yeah. But speaking of films that um, that get put back, and uh, mm-hmm. another category we've talked a lot about today, uh, Marvel. Right. Something that we haven't discussed yet. Holy shit! Oh yeah, Spider-Man coming I into to put Civil that on War. The list. Well, just into the Marvel Universe. And into the Marvel Universe, yeah. but how freaking awesome is that? 
uh, the the bit that's freaking awesome, as you say, Reg, um, is that it's a new Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind him. I don't mind him. I just, I think I've had enough of him. Right. Well, th- I think it was the writers I had enough of, because it just, they didn't write him very yeah. well. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I get he can be mopey yeah, he's at done, times. He's done. That's, that's, he's, he did the best with what he was given. His aspect of it, I think, when he first turned Spider Man, and he was dead happy about it all, and he was loving it. That was a perfect Peter Parker. Yeah, he was loving it, and it was great. And the, it was the first Amazing Spider Man was decent. I really enjoyed it. I hated the second one, but I enjoyed the first one mm. um, a lot. Which was like, I was willing to give him that last shot when it was going to do Amazing Spider-Man 3, and then it all went tits up with him, didn't it really? Yeah, when yeah. Done everything I'd still else. like to have had the third one. It's, it's, it's just, it, this, this seems like there's a lot of unfinished business that they're now not oh, going to cover. a lot of unfinished business. So whether they're going to just recast him and keep it within that universe, because surely they've got um, Sinister Six all planned. Mm-hmm. You know, That's put back another year now, isn't it? Because yeah, I mean, they were talking about doing loads of spin-offs. They were talking about doing Black Cat and, and Venom. I think they and... are still going to be doing them, aren't they? But I think they're literally... You know, I don't know if that's going to be like the amazing Spider-Man that's going to be set in that universe or whatnot, and Marvel are just going to have Spidey. But they are still keeping, apparently, the ones that are that have been penned, they are going to still be going through. So, like, Sinister Six and stuff, I believe, are still going to be done. Right. But Spidey is now coming into it, so which makes me think, which Spider are they going to go for? Because mm. I think I think if they're going to do another one, so don't don't kill Ben again. Everyone knows it. It's it's been done. Just jump straight into it, or do something completely different. Do something like Ultimate Spider-Man, and I don't necessarily mean do Miles Morales, but do like this is a different universe Spider-Man. He's got different origins. He's got yeah. a lot different. Mm. I don't know. I'm hoping they bring Miles into it. That I um, think. I, I think ultimately that'd be great. I think that is that that is where they should go. Ultimately, it, yeah. Nice. Ultimately, that is where they should go. I get it. They need to. I mean, unfortunately, I know they're killing off the Ultimate Universe, but that doesn't <laughs> matter. But that was the, the whole point of them going. The Amazing Spider-Man was. We need to do something to differentiate from Spider-Man. Yes. Mm. Now what? Would they just do Spider-Man? Ultimate Spider-Man is something different. And Donald Glover would be awesome. Yeah. As, as soon as we like do it, I was like, holy mm-hmm. God. Yes. Because yep. he is perfect for it. He yeah. literally now would I, be perfect for I it. I don't know anything about Ultimate Spider-Man's origins, but that's potentially a good thing. As far as I know, it's different. And that's the important thing, let's face it. Yeah. I don't know... I'll... <laughs> I just I love the idea of finally having what everybody wanted. Yeah. At the same time, how are they gonna? Oh, I, I don't know how they're then gonna bring him in. If they're gonna bring him into Civil War, yeah. You need an already established character to have the kind of the the, I guess the the sway that Spider Man has in the Civil War series. Mm. You can't just have suddenly this kid turn up or, or whatever that's. That's like, yeah, I'm Spider-Man, and have the audience assume, like, oh, that's Spider-Man. I'm thinking he's not going to be playing a massive part in Civil War. I was having this conversation with my mates, and I reckon it's literally, it's either going to be just before credits, or it could be the post-credit scene. And it could be, you know, when Tony's doing the announcement of, like, right, we're going to start this now, and this is where it's all going to go. And, and then he's going to stand up, and he'll be like, hi, my name's Peter Parker, I am Spider-Man, and then it'll turn you'll see who is playing Spider-Man. That'd be really interesting. And that's when he's then going to have his own solo film. 
Reg, that would be perfect. That would actually Good, be yeah. perfect. Yep, it all goes through, and he swings in, sits there on the mic. Yep. Especially because then he's like, yeah, that, that's Reg. Go. And, then, and then he can drop the mic and just... Go to Hollywood. Go. Bye. Let's go. <laughs> Let's get out of here. Take, take me with you. <laughs> Please. <Yeah. laughs> Don't leave me with Ash. <laughs> but no, because that would be amazing. What isn't amazing now is something I've seen you put on the list. Uh, what? A trailer? Yeah. So you have seen the Hitman trailer? Yeah. Sorry, the Agent 47 trailer. Yeah. You don't like... Do you not think it looked amazing, action-packed, and awesome? No. No, good. I agree. Right. It's just your face <laughs> then made me think, like, did you really think this looks good? No. This looks like when they tried to do a proper, like, either a film tie-in or, like, a game tie-in or whatever like that from the 90s. And, like, right, we don't really know what to do. Yeah. Let's just put Michael Bay in it so there's loads of action and explosions and just all go mental. Yeah. That's... That's my the, feel for it. it the only thing feel... that I kind of like the idea of is one, um, Spock is in it, Sila. Yeah. Zachary Quinto. Um, and the other thing was, it looks more like. I didn't see the, the, the last movie, the Hitman movie. I just heard bad things and I don't really like it. It wasn't great. Um, what's it? Oliphantastic. Um, Oliphant. Yeah. Timothy Oliphant. So. He was in Archer I watched the other night as well. Yes, i seen that one too. That was great, actually. Yeah. I haven't seen him in anything else for ages, and then yeah. all of a sudden it turned up. It's like, ah! And then the next day the Hitman trailer came out. Yeah. And thought, ah. <laughs> I just I, I heard stories about of, it, of him on the set of Catch and Release that Kevin Smith was in, and he sounds like a bit of a Dick. a D-bag. Anyway, um, the point was, from what I understand, at least the Hitman movie was like, yeah, he's an assassin. He's the main guy, and he's the good guy, and you're rooting for him. This kind of looks the opposite. This makes it look like he's the bad guy, and you're kind of following these other two who are trying to stop him. I'm sure it'll twist and he'll become the good guy, but I quite like that idea. It's because end of the day he's a blooming he's a contract killer, so he isn't a good guy. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it sounds a bit fugitivey. That's maybe. I think that yeah. that's it. Where, but he is obviously, like you said, a contract killer. He's he's the bad guy. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like in the games he doesn't put himself in situations like you see in the film in the film mm. he tries to go because obviously he, he is a hitman he's meant to be all stealthy very quiet not <laughs> exactly. really known there not like going in and killing 20 like thugs with just shooting them in the face yeah just, it's which just, is all it, you see in the trailers it's not very not very hitman-y um, shooting cars with harpoons and stuff and yeah it's just it, it lost me a lot in it. I mean, you didn't expect much, though, did you? No, <laughs> not not really. But I expected no. better. I, yep. But that's just me. I'm mm. very. When it comes to, <laughs> I will watch it because it's a game tie-in. Right. I can't. I can't resist this. Well, this is something I have to do. What about the fact that um, Assassin's Creed has now officially started filming? Yeah, mm. that's going to be shit, isn't it? <laughs> I'm like, I just. <laughs> Um, I don't know unless unless they do it dead tongue in cheek where they they have glitches and stuff in it so you've got like the woman with with no um, head but the eyes and stuff probably but been, why not no 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 fixed and stuff now I know what you're going to say because it's obviously in the yes. animus and stuff so if it is because is it it might yeah, not be yeah this is the thing I don't know how they're going to how they're going to pan it they but... may just completely ignore that and go that's just going to be too confusing for people who don't know Assassin's Creed so let's just make it following an assassin in the the 1800s and that is actually it then that's not assassin's creed I then agree. completely and this agree. is this is going to be where they need someone who who loves the series 
and especially if someone who's playing the main should love oh. the series, not have no fucking idea what Assassin's Creed is. Yeah. You games? know what I mean? Like, I don't play games. It's just, games I don't know. Girls. It seems one of those that they need to just sit off and not rush. And it just seems that that's what they, they keep putting it back because people are arguing, not knowing what they want to do, and they just yeah. put it back. And in the end, they're gone, right? People are going to get sick and tired of Assassin's Creed by the time the film comes out. Let's just fucking rush it out now. That's what it feels like they're doing. And I'm not happy about that. No. But, yeah. Anywho, sorry. No, Ran, no. That's all right. We <laughs> like over Assassin's rants, Creed. Rants are what Done. are required, Reg. <laughs> right. Now my phone's officially died. I'm going to have to refer to your list. Um, and we've pretty much talked about everything. Awesome. That went well. Oh, no, that. Um, <laughs> oh, no, yeah. that. Um, the arcade. Uh, Attack on Titan. We all like it. I made Steve watch it. Mm-hmm. It was first in the episode. You know? Don't know. We'll find out. Yeah, right, um, right. But the problem is I did see him um, texting while it was on, which meant that he wasn't really reading the subtitles because I know for a fact he doesn't speak Japanese, Reg. That's true. I, I know that, 100%. Um, but regardless of that, um, they are making a game tie-in, an arcade game. Capcom are. You Capcom, exactly, exactly. Now, there's already been some game tie-ins. One, there's um, a Nintendo 3DS title, which apparently isn't that great. Yeah. Um, there's been some, kind of in, in Japan, there's been a few, like, what they call them, social games. Um, they're adding the characters into some massive Asian MMORPG that I'd never heard of. Um, and there's also been, have you, you ever played the kind of the fan game? No, 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 no. It's just one when you control the. It's brilliant. Um, it's, it's, yeah. It's, it's like, it feels a bit like Quop. Right. But it's really good. It's just so bizarre, and uh, and the 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 graphics are terrible, but you don't care. It just it fits. It looks really good, and it's just an online, it's just a browser game. Right. Worth having a go. Just search for Attack on Titan game, and you'll find it. Did you know? Just going slightly, slightly off topic mm-hmm. for a second, but while talking about browser games, right? You know Google Chrome. Yes. You know when you when your internet dies, yep. and you get the little dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Right. Did you know that if you press spacebar, that turns into a game? No, I did not. But now I will try it. Yep, turns into a game. Literally, it, he drops down, and then a score appears um, at the top, and then you start walking. You got to like jump over like cactuses and stuff. But it's just really like, daft. It's and... like Flappy Bird, but jumpy dinosaur. Uh, yeah, sort of. It's just it's just a a weird little mini oh, thing that they've done, which I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. I do love Google. Yeah. Um, Sorry. It's all right. Um, I want to get back to Google in a second, though. Okay. Um, yeah, arcade game, Attack on, excuse me, Attack on Titan. Um, I think that would be awesome for two reasons. I think it's going to be... Have you seen a game... I've never seen an arcade over here, but there's a game that's massive, massive in Japan uh, called... Uh, Gunslinger Stratos. Right. It's a gun game. And the idea is basically you have two guns and there's a kind of a, an analog stick on the back of each gun so you can control your guy going around and you shoot at the screen. Um, little things like the guns have got sensors on them and if you put them together it then becomes like a double barrel shotgun. If you right. put them on top of each other it turns into a machine gun. Things like well, how you That's hold the guns. Cool. Um, now I can imagine a game where it's kind of like that, but rather than having the guns, you've got your swords, you stand in between in kind of a little dock, and you've got the kind of the the um, the 3D manoeuvre gear that hangs by your side, and that's where you hold on. You hold on to your swords there, and they have the control sticks on them. 
No, and cool. then you kind of fly through. I, I can I can picture it as an arcade game. Mm. Which because you, you think, well, why are they gonna just gonna do an arcade game? Why aren't they announcing it as a console game? I think there's, there'll be something specific, something that's very much like. Yeah, and the thing is, if they yeah. do it as well, I'd, it would have been nice if they held out a little bit longer. And when the film came out, well, if they brought out them because the, the, amount the of, film's not that long away. The amount of pictures, like film, like cinemas that you're going to be showing the film mm. that always have arcade machines, and yeah. it would be cool to come out of it and play it. Yeah, yeah. And just like, I'm reliving the experience. This mm. is amazing. Speaking of reliving experiences, Reg, and, or Attack on Titan experience, um, do you know about um, the Attack on Titan um, escape game? Yeah, it's coming to New York and stuff, isn't yep. it? Yeah. When are they bringing it to, to Probably not. To here? They should easily do London. <laughs> they need to. Just one in London. Yeah, exactly. Well, well, well uh, MCM's on or something. Yeah. Or Hyper Japan. Who knows? Being, I'd love to try it. Being yeah, able to just they basically they've just hired out stadiums and um, and each stadium is going to be three three times for the game and each one they, they'll take about three thousand people. <laughs> Apparently, it's massive. Realize how huge it was going to be. Um, but the idea is you're in like this walled city, so the stadiums like your walls, and you've got to escape from it. So there'd be puzzles and stuff to do. I genuinely can't work out how that would work. I can't imagine it. No, and I, I've been trying to find the, the ones that yeah, it's like a video or something. YouTube, I can't find anything. No, I think it was only in the States. Right. It's a company that puts these things on. There's a few companies that do these, like they did the Walking Dead um, Escape, yeah. which was a bit different. That was like an, an obstacle course. Yeah. Sounded quite cool. That, that's good. I wish that would come over. Because there's a show on tonight on um, on BBC Three as well, and I used to have the zombie apocalypse, mm. which is like a reality yeah. show. Yeah, that looks interesting. To do that. I, I wish that... Would, I knew that was being yeah. done, because I would have well applied for that. That yep. would have been amazing. Yeah. Although they would have hated the fact that I would have been like, come on, and just tried to be like all mm-hmm. showed and stuff. Probably would have got me arrested. Maybe. Yeah, I mean... It's like the guy in, um, did you watch the Darren Brown special? Yes, that was cool. That could have gone one or two ways. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well and truly. Well and I, truly. Uh, if, if I was that gullible, or whatever he'd done to, to convince this guy that this was happening, and there was the zombies about, yeah, no doubt. They must have gone to extra length to just hide all the blowing knives Weapons, yeah. and, and whatever. <laughs> just anything, right, a fork, that's me. Stabbing the eyeball, done. Yeah. Oh yeah, the, yeah. the insurance for that show. Well, <laughs> just in case, insane. just in case. <laughs> yeah, we're watching him. No, we'll we'll, we'll rush in. Um, but um, we're talking about Google. Have you seen they've teamed up with Mattel to do um, a new version of the? Um, remember the old image viewer? It was like that. Oh, the red thing. You put your eye and you yeah. press the button and, and it goes. And it goes. Yeah. I had a Thomas the Tank Engine one. That was great. It's awesome. Um, they're making a new version of that. Digital, obviously, <laughs> but it looks oh, amazing. Um, cool. There's not much else about it. I have a bit of a Google to have a look at the picture because they look really cool. Hmm. Um, but that's that. That's all I wanted to add in. Um, I do have one more thing, though, Reg. Okay, before you do that, Go though, uh, we're talking about arcade games. Um, we are. I wanted to try and get into this before we did it. Have you seen that Square have released the Final Fantasy arcade? What? The fighting one. Really? So it's based on what? Okay, right. Um, but it's an arcade one, and they've brought in. Um, characters from all of them, um, apart from 50. We're not sure about 15 yet, um, but they've brought like lightning and stuff involved in it. Um, now, unlike Dissidia, 
uh, which is an awesome game. Um, now you've got your Vita as well, fucking get onto it. Yeah. Um, oh, there's, there's a lot of Final Fantasy it is, games it is in on the PSN that I'm like, I have to try that. Well, you can nick my ones from them because they're not going to be account specific. They're not like PS Plus specific. You can, don't, you can don't use that them. public, Rich. Um, you can buy, can buy them buy from them. the store because yeah. at the moment they're on sale for only like seven ninety nine and six ninety nine and four ninety nine. Okay. Etc. Yeah. Um, yeah, or you can watch me play it on my PlayStation. I'll just live vicariously through you. You can yep, do that. I'll do um, that. Right, but anyway, Dissidia, awesome game. Yeah. Usually it's just a one-on-one fighting game. Yeah. Um, but it's got some RPG elements and stuff in uh-huh. it, which is still pretty cool. The arcade machine, however, is going to be three-on-three. Um, like, proper. So, <laughs> despite what I was saying a couple of pods back about the uh, Dragon Ball Z uh, fighting games, right. which... A pretty shit when it's like open world sort of fighting. Yeah. A massive map. This is like that. Okay. So you've got just like a huge open map where you just run around and kick the shit out of each mm-hmm. other. Um, and I'm not just being biased because it's Final Fantasy, but this looks insane. Um, it it really genuinely looks really cool. Um, and like I said, everyone loves playing as Cloud in fighting games like her guys, which was which was great. Um, I had a friend, um, Eddie. You know Eddie. I do know Eddie. Um, he used to call it Ernie Gets. No idea why. <laughs> I don't know why, but he's called Ernie Gets. Oh, you played Ernie Gets, man. Uh, no? <laughs> I don't know where the end came from. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Ernie Gets. Oh, that's the name of this pod. Ernie Gets. Yeah, Ernie Gets. Okay. Uh, I love it. Ernie Gets is brilliant. How um, am I going to spell that? that I'll was, work it out. <laughs> that was a fun title. Um, but... <laughs> It was. It's dead annoying because everyone loved like, the reaction when soon you see Cloud. Everyone's like, "Oh, holy shit! Who are you going to pit him against?" And they pit him against Lightning, which no one cares about and everyone hates. Mm, so yeah. just like, oh, that's a bit of an anticlimax to the trailer, but it it looks really nice, Dan. Okay, like graphically, it all it just looks beautiful. I um, I, which... I love the extra length they go to though with the arcade machine. Like it's, it's still big business in in Japan. Just oh, yeah, barely over here, it's like go your Mega Ball. There, there's some games. Um, just how they all they they can link up. So there's loads of you can play people in other arcades on the other mm. side of the country. Um, you have a, like a card, like a passport card, and you it saves all your information so you can keep playing. Sometimes you can link that in with the actual home version of the game. You know you can customize your character. Um, some of them will film you and then upload it to social network of you playing the game. Just so it sounds awesome, sounds so much better. But none of them over here would bother doing that. I don't understand why it's just died over here. It's it's so irritating mm. because, like you said, there's so many amazing titles. Um, but the thing as well I hate is that no one really looks after the arcade cabinets over here either. No. Like over in Japan, they do love it, like America stuff. But over here, like most arcades you go to, it's always something broke on it. Yeah, like the Silent Hill. <laughs> okay, game where I couldn't oh, shoot right on the screen. Yeah, well, that was irritating, and I spent about twenty quid to complete that. Yeah, <laughs> just because I but, couldn't um, shoot right on the screen. What happened? Did we go and tell them it was broken so they could go and fix it? No, we didn't. We just carried on playing it. Well, yeah, I had yeah. to. I want to complete it. Mm-hmm. We but, need to go back to Centre Parks, Reg. We do just for that. Just for that. Um, can I borrow your phone for a second then, so I can get up the um, pardon the one more thing? Um, right. Okay. Um, Frank Turner. I do like Frank Turner. We like Frank Turner a lot. He's pretty awesome. Um, he writes good music, and he seems like an th- all-round awesome guy. And he, he he has been the times that we've said hello to him. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, he put up that um, 
a link to a website, okay? This is a blog by two gentlemen, one called Wilf Turnbull and one called Derek Philpop. Okay, and there are photos of Wilf and Derek. Amazing. Okay? They're well old. That's They're awesome. in their seventies. One's got a flat cap on. They look awesome. One of them sitting in front of a computer like he's going, What how do you press the space key? Um right. I'm going to set this up here. So, um, the letters of Derek Philpot and Wilf Turnbull. Hello, everyone. We are both pensioners living in Bournemouth who write to pop stars about their song lyrics, and they often reply. Okay? <laughs> um, it's great to see pop stars taking interest in us, ordinary members of the public. So, basically, they write pretty funny letters to these pop stars about the lyrics, literally their lyrics of their song, taking their lyrics completely literally. And then a lot of the time, yep, they get some replies. So, like, the list here we've got. So, Rick Wakeman replied to him. Uh, let me see. Heaven 17. <laughs> Tears for Fears. Yaz. The Divine Comedy. They wrote to um, Neil Hannon about the National Express song with a full <laughs> explanation of the song by the, the, the gentleman Neil Hannon. Um, Tasman Archer about sleeping satellites. <laughs> um, Billy Bragg. Uh, let me see, Stereo MCs, uh, Was Not Was, R.E. Walk the Dinosaur. Nice. With wonderful reply from David Was, The Inspiral Carpets, Delamitri, uh, <laughs> and Frank Turner. Right. Okay, <laughs> I just, it made me chuckle, that's all, so I want to read about it. I won't read it all because it's very long, but uh, go to wilfturnbull.co.uk. Okay, so this is about his song The Road. Right. So... Reggie knows the road. Everyone, it's it's the one that's like to these, to these, the road beneath my feet. And he's talking about how he keeps stuff like uh, a bag of clothes ready so he can just hit the road whenever he wants. Okay, so dear Mister Turner, as much as my wife Jean and I admire your troubadour anthem, <laughs> it is with regret I must inform you that it includes some telltale signs that your expedition could conclude with disastrous results. <laughs> Firstly, to reveal that one keeps a small bag full of clothes carefully stored somewhere secret, somewhere safe, somewhere close to the door, could be interpreted as a catalyst for real damage on several levels. Real damage is one of his songs. I, know, yeah, I, also. I wasn't nice. telling you, Reg. Uh, disclosure of the diminutive garment holders, very existence to your live following, and the whole world at large via iTunes downloads, let alone a near thorough revelation of its coordinates, now renders the relief of all vestiment carrier clandestinity highly probable. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, with the benefit of hindsight, it's arguable that any future habiliment have a sack or some such declassification could be avoided if you were to hold your tongue, a laudable characteristic which you must try harder to accumulate. <laughs> and carries on going on about um, I face the horizon everywhere I go. <laughs> Finally, it's been conceded by the very fact of the elusive plateau fully encircling one's location at all times that said land-sky convergence is, as you correctly imply, omnipresent. That said, Mr. Turner, and contrary to your throaty assertions, I'm afraid that your claims to both face the horizon everywhere you go and live on it must be contested for the following reasons. Your earth atmosphere dovetailing line lineality not being open to question or to countered by its regularly being obscured by limits in human vision, <laughs> i.e. small walls, fences or other buildings. Um, anyway, he carries on. Um, so Frank replied, Amazing. Okay. Um, his reply was, uh, so you raised some substantive points about my song, The Road, and I'd like to address them individually and in full. Firstly, you note 
that I've slightly given away the location of my secret bag of clothes. However, I have more cunning than you give me credit for. I am, in fact, a decorated, medal-winning, hiding enthusiast. My ability to hide things from prying eyes is legendary and recognised by several European and international sporting establishments. I won a bronze medal for hiding scotch eggs at the 1998 Nagano Winter Olympics. My strategies for hiding things include, among many others, misdirection. Thus, it is that there is a dummy bag of clothes, in fact, my laundry basket, close to my door, positioned in such a way as to appear that to have been hidden by an amateur. The potential saboteur would thus find him or himself not only failing to take my actual bag of tour clothes, but also in possession of my dirty underwear. Advantage Turner! (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear. The second part of your criticism, that one could not arguably inhabit the horizon or indeed affix it with a door, is a fair cop. I'll do my best to make more sense in future. (laughs) Amazing. Thanks for the letter. Yours, Frank. (laughs) (laughs) I I do love... Um, the fact that they do that though yeah that's and that's cool. a regular thing and they have an entire website dedicated to it amazing and about half their letters have been replied to super, <sighs> super. but that's it that's all I wanted to talk about Reg mm-hmm. yeah. you know what would be nice though what? If, if people reply to our tweets that we put on our Twitter page yeah well what I would like if you made it this far um, in the next couple of days I am going to be going to visit Nina and I need questions I need questions to ask her. What have you always wanted to know? And what do you think she could answer? You know, I mean, so last time, what do we ask her? Um, if she could be a mythical creature, what would she be and why? Mm-hmm. Um, which one of her family would she save in a zombie apocalypse? That sort of stuff. So, you know, I mean, I suppose stuff like what would be her weapon of choice in a zombie apocalypse? I think she'll say like a, a fork or something. Yeah, it'll be something because yeah. you won't want to hurt them too. Yeah, much. a feather duster. It'd be weird, but yeah. Um, things like that. I, I want one question. So if you can think of any, just tweet one at us. At g.e.e.k. G-D-O-T, E-D-O-T, E-D-O-T, K. And that's about it. So, from uh, Commander Shepard's favourite podcast on the Citadel, I've been Dan. And I've been Reg. And it's time to geek out. Bye. See you. Oh, Steve will be back next week. Bye.